Are you a woman who's intimidated by weightlifting? Are you unsure where to start? Maybe going to the gym is not what you want to do or neither is leaving the comfort of your own home. Cutting out carbs and wine is a big no-no as well. If any of these things sound like you, this is the podcast you want to listen to. Welcome to another episode of Long Beach Locals, the only podcast in Long Beach that highlights local businesses and the people behind them. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and leave a review. This podcast is brought to you by Active Life. I'm your host, Justin Mosley, and today our guest is the owner of Booty by Rudy, Tiffany. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Justin. I'm very excited to be here. So when did weightlifting start for you? That's a good question. Um, So I would say weightlifting specifically um, was part of a longer journey. Um, I was never the type of person who could have ever imagined, at least when I was younger, that I would be a trainer and owner of a coaching business, um, let alone lifting, you know, heavy weights, heavy kettlebells. Um, I actually, fun fact, failed gym. Really? <laughs> that, that is a fun fact. <laughs> um, I did not want to go. I hated it. I was so uncomfortable there that like I, um, I remember I finally went after weeks of just not attending the class and the the gym instructor goes oh like who are you what's your name are you even (laughs) supposed to be here and I was like yeah my name's Tiffany and and he's like oh you're the person who hasn't showed up like for months (laughs) I'm like oh yep that's me so I was super uncomfortable with it um I grew up as a dancer and my mother used to have this phrase where she said dancers are artists not athletes and this put this whole limiting belief in my head that like if if I'm to be this artist and this performer in this world, that I'm not an athlete, I'm not competitive, I'm not training, I'm working on my art. Um, and that took me years to kind of get over, right? So that's imagine. why I had such like a negative connotation with like gym class or working out mm-hmm. or like going to the gym. So I never imagined that I would be the person that I am today. Right. Um, so when I got started in the fitness industry, I started in group fit, um, made my way through as I was kind of being group fitness instructor on the side with performing um, and ended up where I really started really truly weight training was I ended up at a CrossFit inspired gym on the Upper West Side of Manhattan Um, and they started to teach me how to squat and to deadlift on the barbell and um, it was a really cool program it was a women's strength class and I ended up I actually started there um, as a client and got trained to become a coach there. And it was really cool because it would be a group of women and it was led by a a female coach. And it was all about being able to do things that we think that we're not supposed to or can't do. So I remember the feeling of the first time I deadlifted 200 pounds. That's the big milestone. Which was huge, which was huge for me because I was doing all these hit classes and Pilates and bar and all these things with little weights and resistance bands. And lifting up, there's something so badass about picking up 200 pounds off of the ground and standing there like so proud and then putting that that down and then all these other women cheering you on. Um, And that energy inspired me to really start to learn a little bit more about strength training versus what I had done before in the past. Um, So that's kind of what got me into it. It's been a a long journey since then. How long would you say? Um, I started that in... It was either 2018, it, but yeah, it had to have been 2018, because um, I branded Booty by Rudy about a year later in 2019. Um, Peak COVID. Yeah, yeah. Funny story with that. Um, 
I, so I was at the time, um, primarily a group fit bar instructor. So bar is like very ballet inspired group fitness, if you're Mm. not familiar. And, um, my class was rated number one in all of Manhattan by uh, class pass, which is like this cool drop in uh, program where you can go to classes all across Manhattan. Um, and it got rated number one over Physique 57, over um, like Fly Bar and a bunch of other like really big studios. And I was at this tiny little no-name studio. Especially in um, the Manhattan. It's yeah. like a mecca for yeah. group, se- group settings and things like that. It was nuts. I was so honored. I could not believe it. Um, and it's all review-based. So it's not like someone just decides one day, oh, this person, we're going to pick her. It's like clients were saying this. Right. Clients rated it the class. It wasn't BS. Yeah. So it was, it was a really big honor. So then... At the time, I had a lot of demand for more classes. My classes were always full and waitlisted, and I would sneak extra people in the class and just get them in because we had a, such a fun time. It was, right. it was an energy. It was a vibe. And so um, at that point, I wanted to add more classes, but I didn't know how to do that without you know, joining another gym or another studio. So I had this idea, like, maybe I'll try and, like, do a virtual class and see if like my clients would join on. It's just an idea that I had in like January of 2020. Mm. <laughs> so I, you know, planned Full it sound. all out. I got cameras. I got my HDMI cable to connect my computer to a television so I could see people and keep it really interactive. Um, and then the pandemic hit and I was ready. That was, you probably did that at the perfect time. It was I was very blessed. It was the perfect time. I was ready like the next day when everyone was like, oh, two weeks in. I was like, okay, time to do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like no one expected us to be inside for that no. much longer. So I was like, okay, we're just going to keep running the program. No. Let's keep it going. So that's what really launched Booty by Rudy is it started with like online classes and I was doing personal training in person. So I moved that virtually as well. Um, but what ended up happening was I myself, I was living in Washington Heights um, if you ever live or lived in New York city, you know, the space is very small, but in Washington Heights, you get these big apartments. So we had a big enough apartment and a second bedroom where I actually had a squat rack. I had kettlebells. Wow. <laughs> I had pretty heavy dumbbells and I was strength training on my own, but I was teaching these bar classes. Mm-hmm. And what I was doing with my clients was I was encouraging my clients to buy heavier weights, to buy kettlebells. Um, I had even a client buy her own, um, uh, barbell squat rack and, we were training strength, but then I was doing all these classes that were bar and I was really getting into kettlebells at the time. So I started to feel a disconnect to what I was teaching in my group classes versus what I was doing and what I was seeing the best results at. And what I was learning was changing not only my body, but my mind and my confidence. And long story short, I moved around a bunch since then I ended up out here in Long Beach. Um, and that's when I decided to kind of close down the group classes. It was like technically prior to moving here, close down the group classes. And that was it. I'm a kettlebell coach. And throughout this time, you know, did kettlebell certifications, did nutrition certifications, all that stuff. Um, and I haven't looked back since I love the kettlebell. It's such a great tool. And, um, the, the results that I'm seeing, the women that I work with have, 
not only in their body, but their mindset and their ability to like work out at home and feel this empowerment and feel that same feeling I felt the first time I deadlifted 200 pounds. That was exactly going to be my follow up with that is like, is that what kind of gave you that fulfillment from coaching when you finally had those other uh, clients being able to say they were feeling what you were feeling when you finally felt that? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. I was... I guess prior when I was mostly focused on group fit, I was very like motivating and like everything was very fun, but I felt like there's something deeper there that's missing. And once everything kind of transitioned into kettlebells and I approached everything from more of an empowerment aspect, and then I started to see how I was able to help women break their own limiting beliefs around their body, around nutrition, about what they're capable of, how they should train, how they should work out. And instead of beating their bodies down with these endless like heated classes and, you know, boot camp and hit, not that there's anything necessarily wrong with that. Right. It was just a different outlook. Once I saw how they were able to feel what I had felt, I was like, this is it. This is a hundred percent what I want to do. And, and and this is my focus and I'm like a million times dedicated to that. That is my mission. Like my, my mission truly is helping women break their limiting beliefs about their body through kettlebells, through nutrition training and through lifestyle coaching. Um, Cause I really do believe like it starts in the mind and then it translates into the body. Right. Right. And my next question for that is how, and when did you realize that the kettlebell was going to be your go-to weapon in your arsenal mm. for er- just about everything? Yeah. So, I mean, personally, I train on still kettlebells and barbells. I love them both. Um, But I teach primarily kettlebells um, because there's a few there's a few reasons. I work with a lot of moms, um, a lot of millennial moms. So moms of like kids, you know, younger than 10 um, who are really, really busy and are like running around being super mom. Maybe they are also maybe they also have a full time job. They're making sure that they they're in a really healthy place and a really strong place to be um, a role model to their kids. And they just don't have the time to to mess around. They might not have time to go to the gym, then come home, then shower, then do all the other millions of things that they have to right. do. Right. I found that the kettlebell was able to give them the results that they want in an expedited way in something that's such a small tool and so versatile that you can train so many different trainable qualities of the human body right from home. Right. You know? And so, you know, looking back when I really was first introduced to kettlebells was when I started in the fitness industry in 2016. Um, I remember there was this guy who taught a kettlebell class at the studio I was at. I would look at kettlebells and be like, man, that looks so dangerous. Like they're like locking out their knees yeah, and literally <laughs> the bell's flying it's around. Fly, that's the biggest thing. It's, a fl- it's flying. <laughs> it's flying. That's not safe. But I was like, but man, it's kind of badass. Right? <laughs> like yeah, in the back like, of my so head. Yeah, so I kind of want to do that. <laughs> like, Damn, I, I kind of want to learn that. And I was always very interested in things that made me feel like a badass. Right. Um, so like I kept that in the back of my mind. And then when the pandemic hit and I did have a couple of kettlebells started messing around and I started just learning some things, which I do not recommend doing this, but I learned them on my own. I think, um, I think because I had a background in fitness and as a dancer, I'm able to pick up movement and safely. So I was able to learn the basics until I realized, okay, so like now I don't really know what I'm doing. And you know, I've been with this 25 pound kettlebell for a year. I probably should progress. So I need a coach. So I hired a coach and that whole process really helped me identify that like this tool is 
awesome. It's fun. Like you can look forward to your workouts because there's a skill component that you're always building on. Right. So it's like, bam, I love that. I love that it's always keeping my attention and it's not like mindless movement for the sake of movement. Um, another thing, it's condensed, it's consolidated. It kind of can even look cute, like in the corner of your living room. Like right. <laughs> it's interesting it's maybe conversation yeah, starter. <laughs> and yeah, like the empowerment that it, that it's given me and all the women I work with, I was like, yeah, this is, this is my tool in my arsenal for sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah it's amazing. And I'm sure it felt uh, again fulfilled when you were like, okay, I need to get a little bit better at this now. I got so far where I was able to teach myself so much and it's like, let's take the next step. Yeah. What's the next thing we can learn? Where can we learn it? And you taking that initiative has built what you've created yeah. so much more. Yeah, for sure. What field were you in before this? You said you were dancing, but yes. Um, I used to be a performer, singer, dancer, actor. Um, I traveled the world performing and very casual <laughs> all over the United States, um, performing as well. I did mostly musical theater, um, I worked a little bit in Latin ballroom and a little bit of film and television. So um, that was what I was assuming I was going to pursue forever until I had this moment. It was the last contract I was on. I did a show that was very full circle for me. I was understudying. Um, it was it was a show Chicago. It was a regional theater. I, the woman who was playing Roxy um, her name's Jessica Lee Golden. She was someone that I remember when I was, I think maybe 11 or 12, I saw the Broadway revival of Chorus Line in which she played, um, she understudied the lead, but I saw her in both her, her, her understudy and her typical role. And I remember seeing her and being like, wow, this girl is a knockout. She is just on, like you can't take your eyes off of her. And that really inspired me to go into musical theater because prior I was more like more concert dance more ballet contemporary things right. like that so anyway I was my last contract I was understudying her in one of my dream roles like at it was just there's a lot of like full circle moments and I remember there was at the end of a show you have a curtain call right we're, we're all taking our final bows and I remember looking around the stage and thinking wow, like, I really think I could do this forever. And like, I kind of just knew that I could if I wanted to. I was like, what's next? Like, right. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I don't need to like make it like what is making it? It's a journey. And that's how I look at fitness too. They're like, what's the end destination? There isn't one. It's just a journey. So I did, I, I, I finished that show and I was like, it took me a little while to admit it to myself, but I knew that I wanted to work with people on a deeper level and that's what really brought me out of performing and into fitness because it was the only thing that I could see myself doing that I was currently doing that had any skill set in because um, I dedicated so much of my life to performing. It was the only thing I felt like, okay, like I can connect on a deeper level. Like I can make a difference in people's lives. I can really help them. Um, and that was really attractive to me. So I kind of just retired right in 2019 yeah. and went full-time with fitness it's really cool that like you had that moment especially like end of the show every like you have yeah. the lights on you clapping people standing yeah. a standing ovation everything like that and you're like i got what i wanted out of this yeah. like we did we did that thing let's what's the next thing yeah what's and, the next and you did For that sure. and you still are so that's really cool yeah how much of a lifestyle shift do you feel like you've gone through mm. from going to theater to 
now as a coach? Ooh, that's a that's a big one. If I'm to be honest, um, when I <laughs> just just so you get the full picture of the complete transformation, <laughs> um, the first international tour that I did, I was I think 20 years old. Um, I at the time. <laughs> I picked up smoking cigarettes <laughs> because um, <laughs> really messed up. Full, 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 full disclosure, yeah. <laughs> I'm human too. I was not always sure. the health nut that I am now, if you if you will. But um, uh, coming from dance, I had a really messed up relationship with health. Um, I remember a dance teacher of mine when we were getting ready for our senior showcase in college. They had gotten delivered like. I don't know, Boston market for like dinner for us before the show or something. And I was eating a piece of cornbread and he comes up to me and he takes the cornbread on my hand and he goes, honey, don't eat that. You'll get fat. Mm. So like it was very in the culture to like buy one salad, have half for one meal and half for another meal, have a cigarette to hold you over, have a glass of wine for dinner. Like mm -hmm. all these really, really like talk about diet culture, which I think we're all exposed to, right. especially women. But this was like, it was just like a normal thing to joke around about like being skinny, but like really being just massively unhealthy and right. not feeling your body properly. And if we're to look at it, truly a dancer is an athlete. Like you wouldn't tell a, a, a star athlete to have, a cigarette uh, and yeah, have a salad a outside real quick <laughs> like that's ridiculous yeah. um so that's kind of where i had come from and granted you know while i was on this tour i quit smoking and but i i also did gain a ton of weight after that tour and i was um i was really unhappy with my body coming out of that tour because i went i went to places like greece italy i was like i'm eating everything world, i'm yeah. having every slice of pizza right. yeah, and pasta well, and no one's rome, telling right? me because no. <laughs> it was what, literally when in rome so <laughs> um so i finished that tour and i was like the heaviest i'd ever been um so i started to like work out and like I just went to the gym and I had no idea what I was doing. I just, you know, I'd see someone else do this exercise. Be like, okay, yeah, I can do I can that. Do that. Yeah, I can <laughs> finagle this one. <laughs> yeah. I'd see someone else do something. I'd be like, yeah, that's, that looks good. <laughs> All right, whatever. Um, so I had no, no idea what I was doing. Um, and so when I got into bar fitness, that was like a nice transition to like what that was something that felt like home because it was ballet inspired and dancey. Um, but I still always had this like negative idea of like, you got to like beat down your body. Like you got to do all these really hard hit classes. The work ethic that I had as a dancer and just going hard and working hard that was instilled in me from a young age bled over into health and fitness, which is not, they're not congruent. Um, a healthy lifestyle I believe is one that is balanced and one in which you're respecting your body and how it functions, not beating it down in order to try to get result. Cause that's where we see so many people fall off of their goals or really struggle with nutrition and struggle with their relationship with their body. Um, so I worked really hard on finding that balance. Um, and a lot of it really truly came with learning how to strength train, um, learning about proper nutrition. Um, but I wasn't always that person. <laughs> I definitely had to learn a lot. You know, I, I remember living in Vegas and I remember meal prepping, like my meals were like carrots and celery and all this stuff. And I would get really, really strict on myself. And then like any other person, I would 
binge out when like finally like I booked the show I wanted and I didn't need to be the skinniest girl ever. So then you would binge out and then I'd be really uncomfortable with myself and really unhappy with myself. And I feel like I've found and mastered that balance and I feel so capable and so confident in my body and I know how to maintain that and I'm no longer fearful of losing that. You know what I mean? Through those experiences, do you feel like that's how you chose the clientele that you want to work with? Mm, That's a good question. Um, honestly, I think how I ended up working with the, the type of clients I do, um, you know, like millennial moms or women in their like thirties to forties, um, truly came out of drawn towards me, um, who wanted to work with me and the people that I ended up getting the best results were those the most similar to me. Um, because I was in a place where I had kind of been through the things that they had been through. I I know what it's looked like to look in the mirror when you want to go out on a Friday night and feel like, crap, none of my clothes fit and I hate the way I look and I like just want to cancel my plans and I don't I don't even want to be in my own skin. How did I get here? Right. You know? And so I think I speak to women who have been in that situation who feel like they know that within them there is a better version of themselves there there is someone in there and they can see her they don't know how to become her um and I went through that journey of becoming her and I hope to be um an inspiration to other people who who want to find that they can live their best lives that they can live their healthiest lives they can be happy and confident and thrive and not have to like have this voice in the back of their head telling you, you should really have half that salad for lunch and the other half for dinner (laughs) and all that really messed up narrative that we can sometimes have in our, in our head. I appreciate you being vulnerable for that as well. (laughs) I know there's a lot of people who um, are going through the same thing, but haven't had the opportunity to speak it out loud, probably in the back of their head, but haven't had anybody to really say that to. So Mm. that's good for you to be able to, confront that yeah I, I really believe vulnerability being authentic connecting with each other is is the only way to be um I would like to consider myself a very genuine person so the more that I can be transparent about my experiences um, the more I think I can help other people which obviously is a big goal of mine in life um, but the more I can grow and learn and be open to new ideas new information new ways of seeing things thinking about things is that how you feel like you've developed your core values for your business? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, authentic connection is a big one in my business. So since I work online, it can be so like we're so connected. We are all 100% connected right. in our phones at all times with all the text messages and the Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. We're all Everything. so yeah. connected. But are we authentically connected? So like when a client shows up, you know, and you ask, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm fine. No. How are you really? Like, what is really going on in your world? So I can get to know you better and we can deepen this relationship and I can help you better. Um, So that's a big one for me. Um, Extreme ownership is another one. Um, I find that extreme ownership, there's a part of that that also becomes empowering. Extreme ownership can feel really scary because then you're putting everything on yourself. And it's like, no, I'm responsible. If I was two minutes late, I'm not going to blame it on, oh, traffic, traffic what? No. Else, yeah. Like 100%, I step up to, up to the plate and I say, you know what? I just did not plan my time correctly. And I 
did not leave at the right time to be somewhere on time. And I'm going to say that to myself, to another person. And then I'm going to recognize that I have the power to change that next time. Right. And that is amazing. Like what empowerment Powerful. is that you, you yeah. have, you have the ability to influence every single outcome if you just take extreme ownership yeah and that's a superpower a it lot of people really don't realize is. that but it really is a superpower to be able 100%. to take ownership accountability for yourself and be able to realize the only person that could change what is happening in my day-to-days is myself yeah. and the, that person in the mirror yeah um i think you have a fantastic pl- place to be to be doing something like this mm-hmm. especially in long beach having the bar scene tons of moms who may be going through what you have described mm-hmm. um why have you chosen long beach that's a great question. Um, a little bit by accident, <laughs> to, to be honest. Um, I was living in Williamsburg before I moved out here. And, well, like I said, backtrack, I was in Washington Heights um, when the pandemic hit. And Washington Heights is very family-oriented. It's beautiful up there. I was right by Fort Tryon Park, like right looking over the George Washington Bridge. Absolutely gorgeous place, but full of families. And my partner, Matt, and I looked around, and we looked at each other, and we're like, we're not having kids anytime (laughs) soon. What are we doing here? And we had previously moved or lived in Williamsburg, so moved back to Williamsburg. Went back to Williamsburg, looked around at all the trust fund babies whose daddies were paying for their right, apartments. Yeah. And we said, we have <laughs> do nothing. We, do we fit in this? <laughs> yeah, like, are we supposed to be here? <laughs> so then we're like, crap, where do we go? Um, so we, it was winter and we were driving out here to Long Beach because it was still pandemic. Things were still kind of shut down and we like were craving nature. So we would like come out to the beach here and just like stand in the cold, wintry, windy. If you live in Long Beach, you know that yeah, wind the, is the wind rough. is brutal. <laughs> and we were like, yeah, like maybe let's try and move out here. So we got a winter rental just to like try it out. And I'll never forget, we pulled up in the U-Haul. We were on one of the wide blocks in the West End where if you like look down the street, you can literally see the dunes over the mm-hmm. ocean and we could smell the salt air. And it was September, and we looked at each other and we're like, yeah, this this is it. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful. Um, and we kind of knew that, that we were going to eventually buy a house. And it just became this thing where we were like accidentally landed in the most perfect place for us. He surfs. Um, I still am very much a city girl at heart, but I need the nature. I need to feel right. that connection. Um so it's like the perfect blend of that, especially living in the West End and there's still a bit of nightlife and I'm still right. close to the city and the ocean's right there. And um, we're very blessed to have ended up here. It's been great. Great sure. people as well. And that, my follow up question to that was going to be, do you miss that lifestyle of being in the city and that mm. theater life? You know, I do miss the city to an extent. Right. <laughs> I hope to eventually have a place there again. Um, but I wouldn't trade it for where I am now. Um, in regards to theater, I really, I miss, I miss certain aspects. Sometimes I miss the nightlife. Sometimes I miss the travel. Um, but I wouldn't trade it at all for what I'm doing now. Like, uh, like I've (laughs) thought of, I've definitely considered it like, maybe I could just like do it on the side or there's parts that miss that different type of creative outlet but I've found how to have that for myself in my life and it fills my cup in that regard. 
Um, but I, I could never give up what I do. What I've built with Booty by Rudy is just like, it's, it's truly a very special and close to my heart, um, thing for sure. Right. Can you tell us some more details about your metabolic kettlebell program? I saw that on your page and I was like, this sounds really interesting to talk about. Yeah. So my metabolic kettlebell system, um, is essentially it's a 90 day program that helps, um, moms lose anywhere from 10 to 20 pounds, um, completely with kettlebell training, nutrition coaching, in which we do not track. I don't know if you've ever tracked macros or mm-hmm. calories it can get very time consuming. And I, and quite honestly, sometimes frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really any diet that cuts out your favorite things. Eventually Toxic. you're going to just feel so restricted, run right. the other opposite direction. Also, I never felt like it was fun to lose any weight with, you know, cutting out alcohol. I wanted to have social life. And yeah, it's like, like, what are we doing this whole thing for? Yeah. So the balance to me was really important. So, um, so that program has, is, goes really, really well. Uh, because it combines kind of the best of a few worlds. You get um, you get one-on-one training with a coach who guides you through your process and your program. There is an outline, but it's customized to you, your specific goals, your specific lifestyle. So truly each week, week over week, you're making sure that you're making progress in the direction that you want. You, We actually weekly check in to make sure everything, like we monitor progress, not only with physical stats, like body weight, body fat percentage, progress photos. That's awesome. But we're also measuring um, uh, your progress on the kettlebell. Are you getting stronger? Are you able to perform more reps? Are you able to perform more speed? So we're tracking many things that you can tangibly see are going in the right direction. And plus, we're also allowing for like when actual life things happen, like when you're going on vacation, how are you going to continue on this program without feeling like you're not going to enjoy vacation, but also like you're not going to completely fall off. Mm -hmm. So you have that um, that expertise of a coach in your back pocket at all times because I have an app. We communicate. Um, So you can really feel like this program is going to be something that's going to work in your life but also work for the long term, which is really important. I didn't want to do a diet. I didn't want to do like, you're just going to do these really hard workouts for 90 days. Right. And it's something that you're going to build a skill. You're going to enjoy it and it's going to work for your life and you'll see it working week over week and actually have that result for the rest of your life. That's awesome. That's amazing that you were able to construct something like that and be able to apply it to so many yeah, individuals. It's been going really well too. Um, my clients are loving it. Um, I just had a check in with a girl who's only halfway through um, her program. She is down. Um, now, granted, her goal was more body composition. She was already in pretty healthy um, weight range, but she did lose uh, five pounds. She's down two percent body fat, and it's only been six weeks. And that's a nice, wow. healthy, um, yeah. you know, weight loss that is something that she can sustain. And not only that, but she she came to me feeling like sugar was running her life, and she just like knew that she had this bad habit. And it's not like we've cut out sugar. But she's now in a place where she feels like she can manage it and she understands why she's craving certain things. And the way she's eating now, she kind of just doesn't even feel like having those things at right. the end of the night. They're no longer like taking hold of her. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's doing really well with that. And I've been hearing lots of feedback like that as we've been going through this program. That's awesome. Yeah. What advice do you give to the woman you work with, like who may be hesitant to taking on working with you because they're scared of either weightlifting, they feel like they tried everything, quote unquote, mm-hmm. or, or have just really been too busy? Yeah. I would say to the woman who has not tried weight lifting or weight training or kettlebell training, um, 
luckily there's a very big movement on social media where we see like all these women lifting in the gym, swinging heavy kettlebells, (laughs) being a badass for sure. So that's inspiring. So if there's like a little piece of you in the back of your mind that like, even though you might be scared, you're kind of like, Oh, that looks cool though. Like I want to, I want to be like that. I want to look like that. I want to have that confidence when I'm in a gym or when I'm out, you know, on a Friday night, if there's that little twinkle in your eye, just go and do it. Cause that's that fire that's within you. And if you're with the right coach and if you're being guided in the proper way, like definitely don't do it on your own. Hire someone. I hire coaches over and over again. I have support. I will always continuously to see, continue to seek support. Um, when you're with that right person and you have that little fire inside you, that's going to explode. And you're just sitting on um, so much potential that's within you. So I would say go for it. And um, if you're scared to start, like just recognize that for lifelong change, it's the small steps. Don't underestimate just starting to get into a habit of showing up three times a week. That's huge. It does not need to be actually very much recommend against it. it does not need to be always the hardest workouts of your life. You don't have to just suddenly eat chicken and broccoli for every <laughs> meal. Like don't do those things. They don't work. Right. Um, just take it one step at a time. Find a good coach to guide you. Um, and do the things that scare you because on the other side of fear is where all our growth is and fear just suddenly becomes less scary when we recognize that it's it's just it's just an emotion right that's all it is yeah I mean pressure makes diamonds so Mm, if you want to be a diamond you got to get a little pressure on you yeah I love that um where can the viewers find you your Instagram your app everything yeah all right so um bootybyrudy.com if you want to check out my website um if you go to bootybyrudy.com slash waitlist you can join my waitlist for one-to-one training you can be the one of the first to find out when i open up my client roster again um you can also follow me i do a lot of fitness tips i do a lot of nutrition tips kettlebell tips um, and a lot of inspiration uh, on instagram at booty underscore by underscore rudy and that's <laughs> r-u-d-i not y um and where else? Uh, my app is unfortunately only for clients. So if you want in okay. on the app, you do have to be a client. So I would definitely check out that wait list. Awesome. Tiffany, thank you so much for joining us today. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Justin. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it.